following program may contain coarse language, suggested dialogue, and discussion of violent imagery and sexual situations. It is intended for mature listeners who can tell the difference between facts and opinions. We're asking who's the real villain here on this episode of the Toonami Faithful Podcast. I am your host, Sketch, and with me I have... Editor-in-chief of ToonamiFaithful.com, CJ Maffris. And... Editorial writer, Laserkid. And... Editorial writer and Ray of Sunshine, Yumiko. (laughs) We're very glad to have you here for this conversation about the first part of season six of my hero academia there's no way we could be doing it without you so thanks for joining us you're welcome and thank you also for joining us cg i know you've been uh you've been a busy boy lately uh yeah uh honestly stupid reasons but you know reasons nonetheless so Mm, fair and laser's always here because he's my recorder (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'm happy to be here. You might just say, I am here. <laughs> yes. But I yes, am not are. here in the show. We are all here to uh, <laughs> to witness as the heroes go up against the United Liberation, whatchamacallits, <laughs> in a joint effort to take down two major bases at once. And, well... They're not exactly successful. Not not mm-hmm. not where it counts. And there's a whole lot of destruction that is wrought. And you might ask yourself, they brought teenagers to this? Sure <laughs> they, did. They absolutely <laughs> did. I know it's a shonen jump manga, and it follows in the footsteps of things like Naruto in that regard, but really? You, you're bringing kids to this? Yikes. Mm-hmm. All the but, children babies. But oh, that's how shorthanded they were. Uh, to their credit, they did implement some of them very well. Like uh Kaminari was uh was really great to have on the front lines to deal with that one guy's electric powers. Smart smart no move there. Smart move there. And <laughs> the rare Kaminari win. Let's let him have it, ladies and gentlemen. Let's let Kaminari have it. Mm -hmm. It was very nice to see. He is one of my favorite side characters, and it's good to give him a moment. Mm -hmm. Well, after all this time, it sure is nice to see the the good doctor get his. Oh, screw that guy. Uh, Oh, he's terrible. mm -hmm. Absolutely. But the probably... Hmm. Biggest major event that happens towards the beginning of this as uh, the heroes are storming in in various areas and uh, uh, Hawks finally shows his true, true, true colors. After all this time, his goal was to do away with one of the villains that could have changed the war completely. And that, of course... Is twice. Yeah. 
He didn't want to do it, but he felt he had to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Dobby shows up and says, and I took exception to that. <laughs> and I took that personally. Yep. But as we soon find out, Dobby's just kind of looking for an opportunity to stir some stuff up. Yeah, I don't yeah. think he cares at all. Nah. Does not. Not really, no. No. But... uh the other villains are like, oh, man, they they killed twice. How could they do that? How can oh. they call themselves heroes when they killed our friend twice? I mean, I'm not going to lie. It made me very, very sad the first time I experienced this in the manga. Just, ow. Me too. That was very, very sad about twice. It is. I mean, obviously, he's working for the bad guys, but he always seemed like, a good guy. Just because you're a bad guy doesn't mean you have to be bad guy. Exactly. Yeah, he just wanted a place to belong, and he found the wrong place to belong, unfortunately. Uh, and uh, true to his character, he valued his friendships so much that even though he realized that he was either going to die or succeed in that moment, he just... Gave it his all, but Hawks knew that he could not let him live if he would not cooperate. Yeah. Yeah, it's really unfortunate, but uh, no right answers here. Yeah, there's a lot of no right answers in this storyline, I'd say. (sighs) Yeah, I think that's kind of a theme here. But something I really enjoy, because you really get to examine, okay, well... What's going on? Who are these people? What? How, how do you do anything, you know? And what, what I find the most interesting here is you do the best you can. And everyone's going to have a different answer on what that is. That's true. It's just that uh, nothing is black and white. Like, absolutely nothing. So you just do what you can. Now, what's your take, CJ? About what part exactly? Because I'm not sure what to chime in honestly because you guys have already been kind of catching the same type of thing that i was at least doing there are no right answers um hero and it's you know it's a good way of kind of painting i wouldn't well i don't know what the right word necessarily is but it's the foundation of this type of conflict and not necessarily like the fist fights that we're used to with my hero academia but the type of like societal norms or you know societal pressures are now coming to a full tilt because of i guess you could even say back when stain first started obviously when dobby you know we learned more about his backstory and the whole reason why he was doing what he was doing you know spinner obviously mentioning how stain also influenced him a lot more and saw a lot of that within shigaraki as well so you know you have this uh charismatic dangerous very uh, easy to latch on and you could even call it like extremist view with stain that's kind of come to a full head as it's kind of been festering and festering and not quite snuffed out to what we have and you guys are right like twice yeah he was a villain but i never really saw him as like a huge threat and could see the person more on the rehabilitation side of it maybe i don't know and then you know hawks having to do the dirty job and as bad as it sounds, 
I don't necessarily blame Hawks, right? Like it, right now with how society has it, um, Twice was in the wrong with who he was aligning to. While Twice himself might have been someone who would be easy to save, you know, or even, you know, rehabilitate, you know, see if he can go on the straight and narrow or whatnot. Hawks is kind of left in a very uh, precarious situation where he has to make a, a call. And while personally I don't agree with the call, I'm not necessarily vilifying him for it either. But it just makes it for a messy thing. And sadly, it kind of falls into the plans of what Dobby wanted as well as, well, maybe more so all for one instead. But like, you know, Dobby had his own ambitions with it as well. And so, you know, you have this very, very interesting kind of dynamic where you're having, you know, civilians kind of go against the heroes, you know, it'd be nothing was more poignant than seeing that, you know, I am not here with, you know, the All Might statue. So you're kind of hitting a pivotal moment in, you know, the history of My Hero Academia of what is it that society wants. Now, they may think they not, they're upset with the heroes, and I can understand being upset with some. I mean, obviously with Endeavor's, you know, skeletons and dirty laundry out there, that there's no there's nothing wrong with being upset with that and wanting to move away. But it comes to a head where if you're really going to lash out against all the heroes and the hero society that we built, do realize what the world was like before All Might even like cleaned it up because it was not good. We can say all we want about the other, you know, um, previous users of, you know, All Might's quirk. But I, I dare say All Might was the best because like even Stain was like, no, All Might's legit. Which should tell you something, considering that, you know, a lot of the villains are kind of in that same boat. They feel a lot more, uh, a lot more brazen and a lot more empowered because All Might isn't around. Let's not forget that. So it's kind of, it's going to be, it's funny to say, it's going to be up to the regular civilians who aren't heroes who are going to become the heroes of this because whatever they decide to do, that's probably where things are going to go. And, and you can look at that throughout history, too. You know, you can see that with uh, all types of revolutions, whether they be good or bad, you know, depending on, you know, your the side of history as well as, you know, doing the research on it. So it's it's a fascinating type of um, reference, I guess, to that type of storytelling, because, I mean, when we look get right down to it, a lot of that stuff is kind of like folklore and stories. So it'll be interesting. You know, um, it's very riveting, um, maybe a little over dramatization for my type of liking and maybe a little mm. bit too drawn out. Um, I don't I don't know if there's parts during, uh, you know, the whole disaster that was going on or it felt kind of like bogged down a bit. I don't know. Uh, and maybe I feel that way now because we're getting two episodes per Saturday. So it's like a lot of things are kind of like moving along better, at least the past few weeks. But I don't know. I just it's an interesting type of direction that the story wanted to go. Not that I dislike it. It just it seems kind of, I guess, inevitable because, I mean, you have this with and I, I'm, you know, pardon my ignorance because I'm not big on like Western superhero comics, but I mean, you have this with Marvel with Civil War and not the movies. I'm talking about the actual comic of Civil War mm-hmm. where uh, what happened that sparked the whole thing was that heroes that were, you know, teenagers, maybe their early 20s, go on and take on a villain. They really should have waited for a backup and a more experienced person. 
and it ended up causing a huge disaster that exploded. Like many children died. It was at a school, you know, all like all the bad stuff. And it called for a lot of politicians were calling for reform, you know, training them, you know, having it like a government agency instead of, you know, freelance vigilantism that was going around. And you had, you know, both arguments going and coming to a head with, you know, led by Captain America, you know, against registration with Iron Man for it. Although Iron Man's motives on that was a little eh, so, and like I said, you could you could draw you know comparisons with what seems to be coming down the line with My Hero Academia, uh, with mm. you know how current events are going in that story. But it just it seems a bit like this was always something that was going to come up because I mean it's it's rather easy, and I'm not blaming you know the direction of My Hero Academia doing it. So I just wonder how is it going to differentiate between that similar type of feel? And it might, because like, I, I don't know. I, I'm not as familiar uh, with this part. Uh, you know, I, I've stopped reading for quite some time. Um, but, you know, it's, it's you know, it's a it, it's an oldie but goodie type of trope and kind of um, storytelling that you see in this type of um genre so you know i i I don't i don't have as strong of feelings for it it's just i don't know it's just there and i kind of expected it as opposed to you know other stuff with it so i don't know Hmm. yeah yeah vigilantes don't seem like they would be uh uh you know appreciated in this society i've actually uh i know that there is the 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 my hero vigilantes yeah, spinoff, which I'm sure is really interesting stuff, and I kind of hope it gets animated someday. Uh, you can, I think you can read that on the Shonen Jump app. Absolutely. I believe so with the well, subscription. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, but yeah, I, I think some vigilanteism is in the future, <laughs> but we're not there yet. Uh, yeah, a lot, lots of things happened in this arc. Uh, obviously, Shigaraki manages to survive he doesn't wake up fully powered but he's still extremely powerful just ridiculously powerful because not only does he have these multiple quirks one of which can actually decimate a whole area now and we see how far that that can reach but beyond that he's also just super strong and durable you know just so He's some kind of uh, opponent once they can steal his quirk powers away using Aizawa. It, it, it's kind of, well, it's over the top to be sure, but it, it's kind of like, oh, we're, we're really going here, huh? We, we, we just got to make him like super strong and super durable so that we can't take him out in like an instant. Could have maybe come up with more interesting ways to... Uh, make it so he couldn't use his powers as effectively. But, uh, you know, it it is fine as it is, I suppose. And it it definitely was an epic battle with uh, a, a lot of action, a lot of a lot of fighting and a lot of conflicting of ideals. It was uh, it was certainly epic. Potentially could have played out differently. Is, is all I'm saying. Oh, uh, yeah, but it was still fun. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it uh, was still interesting to see how they pulled in the UA students in all of this um, this battle. Like, 
Because mm-hmm. this is the biggest battle that they've been involved in, despite the other stuff that they've been in, you know, involved with when it came to the League of Villains. But um, but yeah, they it's just yeah. interesting to see them try to back really back up the heroes this time and putting them in this position to where, yeah, they were supposed to be evacuating um citizens, but as you see, they had to like actually fight (laughs) like really really fight like their lives are really really in danger so i know that you know as we will see that that did have an impact on them having to fight gigantamachia in particular yikes yes he's (laughs) yeah what speaking of overpowered what can't that guy do it's crazy he seems to have multiple quirks. He's super strong, super durable, surprisingly fast for as big as he is. It's just, just crazy. It's like a, a super fast mountain. And you know, props to the kids for, for, for pulling through there in, in dire, dire situations. I mean, they, they, they were the ones that, that ultimately led to the defeat of that monstrosity because they managed to get some of the uh uh what 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 is that called uh it was some kind of tranquilizer tranquilizer yeah yeah yeah. that had to (laughs) whip up a batch real quick and me just forgetting common words it's it's fine. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, though I do, I I appreciate a, a a good moment for for Red Riot, but you know he's had some moments. It's such a bummer that Mina didn't succeed. Yeah, I wanted her to so bad. Yeah. I mean, it's the booby prize that. Uh, well, not the booby prize. It's like it's the silver medal that he threw hers. And the only reason that he succeeded is because he had her tranquilizer too. Mm-hmm. But come on, give give Mina a win. Speaking of giving the female characters a win, okay, I understand why they would have Ochako and, to a lesser extent, Sue dealing with uh, cra- crazy girl. <laughs> oh Toga. God, mm-hmm. Toga, but. I don't know. It just it didn't feel like a very good utilization of those characters in that moment. Though I I do think that the very different ideals of Ochako and Toga are something worth exploring. I and I, I'm to understand that this was a longer experience in the manga. Yeah. This is kinda kinda Kind of shortened a bit for the anime adaptation, unfortunately. A, a, a little bit, I'd say a little bit. Um, what what I really take out of this, she goes out of you know losing twice, which hits her about as hard as it hits the audience. To be honest, mm-hmm. she's trying to find to find out how she should react to this, how she should feel about it, and she doesn't know. It's like, but aren't you the heroes? Aren't you supposed to not do that sort of thing? I don't understand. Yes. And unfortunately, Ochako gets pissed off because, you know, well, 
understandably, because Toga's creepy, weird, and also, you know, murdered people. Yeah, murdered people just to have this conversation with her. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so she's like, yeah, I, I if I had to kill you to save people, yeah. And it's like, oh, okay, well, then I got... And it's just like, whoosh over Toga's head the context, but unfortunately it kind of sets her on her ways, I feel like. Hmm. Yeah. Well, I don't know if she was going to actually manage to get through to Toga. Toga's... Not likely, but not impossible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Definitely seems like a situation where uh, the character would try. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. But, oh, boy. But Chaco goes through some stuff here, you know. She's she's right there in the aftermath trying to help people as best that she can. And she sees the other heroes, one in particular, just being like, I quit. I can't I can't handle this. This is too much. This is too much for anybody. Like woof, mood. <laughs> yeah, it it really was a lot. Like I said, for teenagers to see all this going on mm-hmm. and being a part of it, it, it was it's it's too much. So it is. I mean, I know they signed up for this, so to speak, mm-hmm. but still, <laughs> it's still going to have an impact, though. Oh, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> As we see in the aftermath, uh, mm-hmm. shout out to the cast for delivering that moment when they find out that Miss Midnight is no longer among the living. Oh, that was sad. It it, it made more sense in the animated me, but in the manga, I'm just like, I had no idea that she died until they said she died. Here, it's like having a hindsight looking back. I'm like, I can he- also with the amazing delivery. You can definitely tell she's fading. Yeah. I mean... <laughs> uh, it's nice to give Compress a win, but it'd have to be that? <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. Hey, yeah. That's... <clears throat> also took out Majestic. And a bunch of other heroes that we basically didn't know about until... <laughs> Story arc. We almost lost Aizawa. Yeah, almost. Oh man, Aizawa. Look. Yeah. <laughs> Even Shigaraki's like, Aizawa, you're such a badass. Cutting <laughs> off your own leg. Mm-hmm. I mean <laughs> it was uh it was a it was a smart move, I suppose, in the circumstances. Uh, he might be able to get his leg back. They got crazy powers in this situation but if he lost his powers uh well maybe he could get them back as we see for somebody else but mm-hmm. ooh, you know in that moment all he's thinking is i can't let this stop me right now let's just not think about how unlikely it is he'd be able to chop off his own leg with that knife yeah. <laughs> he's not like super strong but maybe yeah. it's a really sharp knife, you know, like the kind of the the kind of blade that can cut Superman. <laughs> we, we know all about those. It's apparently somebody had an axe with like some kind of blade that can cut Superman. Sure. Mm-hmm. Sure. Sure. Uh, shout out to the MVP of the fight, 
the guy who could just keep Aizawa's eyes open and moisturized. Ah, <laughs> uh, Manuel. The the most uh, awesome character we barely get to see, and then suddenly, hey, good combo. Yeah. Yeah. That was, uh, that was, uh, that's on to... I mean, it makes sense. He does deal with a lot of eye strain, so still, <laughs> to be that, that guy... That guy's got nerves of steel <laughs> to, to be able to do that in that situation. Absolutely. Bra- bravo to him. Bravo to him. Oof. Yikes. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah. And uh, hey, Mount Lady finally did something. <laughs> she's she's not just a cute ass. <laughs> Well, you'd have to ask Fat Gum about that one. Yes. <laughs> Brody ain't coming. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> I, I, it's nice. It's nice to see her. <laughs> oh, Fat Gum. We all wish you were you. <laughs> no, I wish not, he, not really. he could tuck me away in his little. Yeah. He's. <laughs> <laughs> I think you broke sketch. Fat taxi, man. What a power. Fat taxi. What a power. Rest inside of me, Tokoyomi. He's like, get up in here. Get in my belly. He was like, what? Oh, oh, this is something you can do, I guess. Oh, yeah. Shiny moment for Tokoyomi rushing in to save his mentor, Hawks. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah, it was. It was because you know how much he looks up to Hawks. So mm-hmm. he was going to do whatever he could to save him, get him out of there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Abs- absolutely. And man, Miracle can fight. Yes, she can. Damn. She- yes, she can. She is the killer bunny rabbit. My favorite line out of the entire set of episodes here. What's up, Doc? Ah, I was going to say that. I laughed so hard when she bust through there. And she said, what's up, Doc? That was, it was beautiful. It was absolutely beautiful. You can't change my mind. Excellent job, Anaris. Excellent job. Oh, yeah. Anaris did a wonderful job. And I was looking forward to her like that. That um scene, I was just waiting for her to execute on that. She did not disappoint. Oh, those gnomes are so freaking messed up. Oh, gosh, yes. And Nailed. one of them's called Girl. She might be the one with breasts. You think? <laughs> no. Very, no. very original, Horikoshi. Very original. <laughs> very original. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, man, <laughs> Garaki certainly has quite quite a lot of freak shows that, <laughs> sadly, were all unleashed, and it's uh, it's a whole whole big old mess. Bitch. <laughs> when you need something to deter the heroes, no moves will do it every time. Yeah, they were creepy and weird. And could talk. And now we know that. Those 
used to be heroes or villains or somebody with a quirk and it's oof. really yeah really disturbing just, thing to think yeah. about that whole setup was just disturbing yeah that doctor's a sicko yes. oh yeah but is he the He's biggest the sicko right-hand man yeah really uh yeah. All for one couldn't ask for a better ally, really. For real. Because they're both keeping each other alive, right? Is that how that works? Uh, I believe something so. Something like that. It's I something like so. that for yeah. Cause he's like I forget how old he truly is. But yeah, he gave oh, yeah. him I think some kind of quirk that keeps yeah. him yeah, basically keeps him alive. He is really old because it's been st- Seven generations of one for all. Hasn't it? Yes, it has. And people have actually noticed something that is always interesting whenever we talk about the doctor. This is the same doctor that said that uh, Deku had no quirk. Yeah. Yeah, no, I I picked that up when we finally revealed it. There's there's been theories that he may have stolen Deku's quirk at some point. Yeah, I'm not going to go into that, that. I wasn't going to go into that, but yeah, that's... which is a, Honestly, it doesn't matter. It, it really doesn't, and honestly, I don't mm. think so. Um, Based on Deku's parents, Deku's quirk wouldn't have been anything sensational anyway. Which is why I don't think it would have been taken. <laughs> um, And he, he had a general practice. He had to, you know, hide. Yeah. So it makes perfect sense that he'd be like, oh, you got no quirk. He okay. was... He he was, uh, you know, a beloved member of the medical team over at that hospital. Everybody's like, why are you going after the good doctor? Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> we got some tea to spill for you. His shady ass. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's got this whole evil laboratory underneath this facility. <laughs> you never noticed? <laughs> I guess he's pretty so good. Go down there. We couldn't go down there. Well, they did use uh, jo- Little Johnny for transporting. <laughs> yeah. Little Johnny sacrificed himself for the good doctor. He's so he proud. He was over there crying and everything. That was just... Mm. Nomus are both disturbing and also just sad, sad yeah. creatures. Yeah. Not, not, a, not a fan. <laughs> Not a fan. So, yeah. Let's talk about Dobby. Yes, let let us. Yumiko, please. (laughs) Oh, boy. Proceed. This is going to be fun. Okay. So, that little reveal where Dobby comes out of nowhere has some water, pours it on his head. You see his hair go from black to white and say, hey, you couldn't recognize your own son? You know me. I'm Toya Todoroki. I'm your oldest son. You don't recognize me? The worst and... kept spoiler in Hero Academia history. Everyone guessed this. <laughs> yes. It, yeah, everybody picked up on this. So, because um, when I read this in the manga, I said, oh, Oh, yeah, well, this is true. And um, (laughs) 
and of course the shock on Endeavor's face. <sighs> Disgusting human being. And um, you know, of course, Shoto's like, what? And then he and to make matters worse, he makes a video, pre-recorded video that he just shares with the entire world to say, hey everybody. My name is Toya Todoroki. Endeavor's my daddy. I done killed all these people. And let me let you know about my folks. And he was just basically just told the whole family business about how Endeavor basically was trying to outdo All Might. So he got with the mom and was just trying to make the perfect hero to surpass All Might. And, you know, just like I said, just spilled all the tea on Endeavor and everything that they went through. And um, just the look on Endeavor's face made me laugh, of course, because, you know, Endeavor is just a trash person. And just, um, and then... Toya, of course, is there like, hey, you know, here I am. You thought I was dead, but I'm not. And I was like, and then he was like, dang, that Nomu didn't kill you. Whenever I sent them to you, whenever he was fighting, the when he was, whenever he got that scar on his face. It's like, dang, that, that didn't take you out. And he was like, well, here I am. I'm going to try to kill you. And, oh, your little precious Shoto, that was the your perfect creation. Well, I'm going to try to kill him, too. So, um, I like this moment because any moment for me to trash Endeavor, I love. <laughs> and <laughs> because he's, he's a garbage human being, you know, to basically pick someone to be like, hey, marry me so I can try to create the perfect child to have the perfect quirk and then to know that um and we'll the anime well Toonami hasn't gotten there yet but we do explore more into the Todoroki's so I'm trying not to go too deep yet but it does explore more about you know that part of the family of Toya from basically it gets deeper into him being um, born all the way up to whenever his death supposedly happened but um, but it was just I mean in an endeavor was just there he was shook I mean he couldn't move he couldn't do anything and basically Shoto is like you know come on endeavor endeavor Dad, I need for you to do just basically, hey, I need for you to snap out of this and do something because he's about to kill us. <laughs> so it was just in just the look on Shoto's face and how he he is trying his best to keep it together and trying to snap Endeavor out of it. Like, hey, come on, I need your head in the game. I know that's basically my brother, your oldest son, but he is trying to kill us. I need for you to pull it together and you're supposed to be the number one hero. So come on. And um, another thing that 
um, Toya was, he was very strategic at doing was showing um, Hawks and what Hawks did when it came to twice. And on top of trashing Endeavor, he had his own little plan on to expose the heroes and saying, hey, these heroes are, they're trash too, or basically, you know, in his own way saying they're no better than us because look what they're doing. And I think that kind of played into um, the public's new perspective on the heroes and what makes, you know, them kind of like, forget the heroes, we'll just take care of ourselves. Mm, And I think that was, so that makes me feel like, hey, (laughs) when it came to this arc, who really won? Obviously, the villains. (laughs) Like, who really won? I think it was the villains. (laughs) They're there was one hanging thread that uh, Dobby should have uh, looked into before announcing a certain hero's demise. Yeah. Is he <laughs> actually dead? <laughs> oh, Hawks killed Best Genus. It proves he's a terrible person. Is that Best Genus? Oh, him and his <laughs> My hair. death was greatly exaggerated. <laughs> I, I, I've i always loved that moment in, in the manga, <laughs> anime. Oh, God, it's it's amazing to watch. Just like it, it, it's a definition of the meme. Are you sure about that? Yeah. <laughs> and it well, does ruin Dobby's plan in a sense, it, or at least hurts his credibility. Because yes. if he yeah. wants to look like this, you know, saint or, you know, the new stain to be able to influence and kind of break apart what the heroes have been trying to establish throughout all this time, you know, order, justice, yada, yada, yada. Having him look like a liar, pretty, or, you know, having him a liar and, you know, put that at the forefront, that will at least put some seeds like, well, yeah, the heroes could be doing a little better, but they're at least being up front. And they're obviously not always up front, you know, a lot of stuff is held under wraps. Just look at like Hawks's uh, mission, right? But um, mm-hmm. having Dobby's kind of credibility have take a little bit of a hit is definitely a bigger issue than he probably thinks at the moment. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. it, it's it's definitely gonna hurt his case to cancel all the heroes. He, he could still cancel Endeavor though. Very, yeah, very no, easily. That one's easy. Like, there's oh, I mean, you could yeah. literally do no wrong in trying to get that. Uh, happen it's just the fact that he doesn't want to just stop there it's nice to have you know that's like the the foundation of his kind of you know revenge sunday i guess i I don't know how to phrase it but Mm -hmm. you know losing that type of credibility when he wants to add more like chaos into the world that actually goes against it because like people will then rally around that which is not a which is not a good thing which is like Maybe it's I'm overanalyzing and overlooking or, you know, making a big deal out of that aspect of it. But I think it could play something a little more pivotal because what do the villains want? Less support for the heroes. Well, if you're lying to them, that's not going to get you support. That's true. That's (laughs) that they pulled one over on old Dobby there. But I got to say, I don't know how it played out in the manga. I kind of hope 
that best genius didn't show up until like that moment because in the anime when you see the plane flying over i'm like oh that's it's kind of a so-so reveal <laughs> yeah they that was a lot more of a oh hey by the way he's alive in the manga yeah. but an astounding reveal was Lamillion back on the battlefield? Like my sweet little jelly bean. We were told by Night Eye that this would happen. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, Aerie was finally able to use her quirk to turn back time on Mirio and get him his quirk back. Does That's feel a little, a little early, bean. though. It convenient, was convenient. Thank you. Yes, we said it. <laughs> Ra- rather convenient. Very convenient. You, you know, Mario's a pretty skilled guy. I feel like he could have been doing more without his powers, but he never really, I mean, we, we don't really get to see if he did, but it, it seems like he was just kind of laying low until he got his powers back, which is, oh no, it's... So, something about that doesn't feel right to me, but he could have hey. definitely done more. Oh, I completely agree. But yeah, it's it's great to see him come back here and you know <laughs> really help in that final moment because <laughs> at that point everybody else on that battlefield is like trashed beyond. <laughs> They've all gone beyond plus ultra. <laughs> yeah, and don't forget about Bakugo. Bakugo. Baku Bro coming in to save Midoriya. Heck yeah. You don't have to ask me about that sketch. I've already written about it. You know, it's about dang time. And it's interesting because you see how it mirrors when Midoriya ran to save Bakugo from the slime creature. Mm -hmm. Very first episode. And that you even have that call back to him saying, in that moment, my body just moved on its own. Yep. And that would have been, honestly, really cool if it was, like, more of a sacrifice, but he's fine. <laughs> but still, good moment for Kotsky. Good moment. <laughs> yeah, because I, I would have never guessed in a million years he would do that no no if you asked me in season one if this would happen i'd laugh at you like what speaking of things that are laughable his hero name oh my god and the greatest thing is that ida says the whole thing yes Yes! the entire even though he thinks it's so stupid he respects him enough to say the whole thing every time And I had the reaction that Mirio did. I was like, ha! (laughs) That's cool. (laughs) Everybody's just going to call him Dynamite. (laughs) You have to say the whole thing. Oh, yeah. (laughs) It's like a Tribe Called Quest. Called Quest. (laughs) You have to say the whole thing like Tribe Called Quest. Yes. (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, man. Yeah. Shout out to the Boondocks. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Shout out to the Boondocks. <laughs> Always. Always. Yeah. Yeah. It's a big, 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 big fight. To his credit, 
Endeavor like pulls out all the stops to try to defeat Shigaraki. Uh, and, you know, it's very important that he did that because they definitely couldn't have wheeled him down as much as they did without Endeavor. However, of course, this is Midoriya's story. Mm-hmm. So it's all got to come back to Midoriya. Of course. He knows, even though it's absolutely reckless to enter this battlefield, he's the one that Shigaraki wants. And he can use that to draw Shigaraki away from the rest of the populace. A very dangerous thing to do, but that is just the way Midoriya does things. Of course. Of course, Endeavor is like, what are you doing, kid? Are you freaking crazy? (laughs) I can't tell you why, but I'm the one he wants. (laughs) Oh, yeah, sure. I'll believe that. (laughs) Well, it does seem to be the case. So they all kind of agree to it pretty quick. But man, and boy, oh boy, it's been a while since we've seen Midoriya go all out. Oh, yeah. Because, you know, the the doctors are like, if you break your arms like one more time. I keep expecting (laughs) them to say you'll shoot your eye out. It's a good thing he's got a whole arsenal of different quirks to help him out in these situations. Oh, both of my arms are broken. My legs are trashed. It's okay. I can use float and black whip. Yes. Oh, that's true. (laughs) (laughs) It seems like a bit of a stretch. (laughs) Did we mention he's got the spider? I mean, danger sense. I see what you did there. Which he can't control yet because he never can control these things right out the gate. Of course not. And uh, yeah, right now it's just giving him migraines, though I'm sure it'll be useful at some point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not the best time to uh, to get that power activated since there's just chaos happening all around. Everywhere, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's yeesh. Yeah. And of course, much of this battle is in the mind. <laughs> As Midoriya is dragged into the world of one for all and all for one, and the different vessels have a nice conversation. <laughs> nice. About everything. Nice conversation, you say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and just when Shigaraki thinks he's in control. The old man pulls himself out. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. That he do. But apparently... Something... <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> it's something that Bakugo called um, Offer One in the um, manga that I really want to call him, but... Oh, my. oh God. <laughs> but I don't want to, you know, I want to see if they, if he actually says it in the anime, but, oh, whenever I read that, I died laughing because I was like, mm, well, yeah, that is what he looks like. But, uh, but yeah, so every time I see him, that's the first thing I think about what Bakugo called him. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm glad that uh, this didn't turn into kind of a creepier 
uh, Shigaraki calling Midori a little brother situation. Oh my god. <laughs> oh yeah, that would have been weird. Yeah. So they are connected in interesting ways. Yeah. Indeed. Uh, yeah, he uh, all for one thinks he's finally going to be able to steal one for all. Finally. But they're like, yeah, nope, we're staying with this kid. But why would you stay with this kid? Because he's the protagonist. That's it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that is why he's worthy. I mean, that's not exactly why he's worthy, but you, you, you know, you know, you know. We all know. You know, we all know. Yeah. And even after all of this... All of this, all this destruction, and at the end there, all Midori is thinking is, Shigaraki seemed like he needed help. That's such a Midoriya thought. It is. Mm. It is, but we we all understand as the audience that, yes, Shigaraki definitely needs help. Whether or not he's willing to take it is the, the big question. Mm-hmm. He needs help in a padded cell. Yeah. Yeah, but those things aren't as durable as you might think. That's true. <laughs> ah, I, I, I sense a segue coming. Yeah. Well, even after all of this destruction, all of this madness, and all this pain and suffering that the heroes have gone through, that the villains have gone through. All for one's like, yeah, I'm not going to give them a break. Let's go uh, break my real body out of jail. And let's bust out a bunch of other super powerful quirk people too. And just let chaos reign. Yeah, and this, this is on brand. It's really remarkable. <laughs> yeah, this really reminds me. This jailbreak really reminds me of the Insidious Six episode of Spider-Man: The Animated Series, when all the villains get busted out and they team up. <laughs> I mean, it's it it's something that's been done in many superhero stories. Oh yeah, oh yeah. It, 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 it's a classic trope for a reason. It's yeah. mm-hmm. it's interesting. It's fun. You get to see all sorts of things happen. And look at this hit list. We got the muscle guy. We got the the leader of the mafia. Mm-hmm. And oh boy. The stain himself. Yes. Indeed. And who's this new girl? She cute. <laughs> she cute. What's up with her? I'm interested. <laughs> we will see. We will see. We will see. I am. I do. Uh, the thing is, it was kind of a bummer that one of the most recent episodes was like all recap. But I mean, there was a lot. <laughs> a yeah. lot that happened. So kind of kind of understandable that they would uh, do that. I think it also correlated with... Um, they they took a break one week or two weeks in Japan. Yeah, they did. Well, they timed that one, I guess. <laughs> Indeed. Perhaps, perhaps. I mean, there's certainly aspects of this arc that feel like they got rushed. Um, 
Yeah, let's let's talk about that. Uh, so there's a moment in one of these episodes where we call back to a time that should have happened in the villains arc that led up to this. And also we suddenly get the backstory for compress. Oh yeah. By the way, he's handsome. Are you surprised? (laughs) I definitely thought he'd be older, but I think that was just based on Kent Williams performance. It's Kent Williams, yeah. right? I think it's Kent Williams. Well, I think I agree with you. I think that should have happened in the My Villain Academia arc. Instead yeah. of it just being revealed just all in the middle of this battle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For him and, to have this face revealed. I'm like, yeah, that could have happened mm-hmm. in the My Villain arc, but I don't know anything. So it just it feels weird, right? Like yeah. we're in the midst of a battle that with high stakes, like he's nearly dead too. And then we just like get that where it, it I wouldn't say it's comical, but it feels a bit lighthearted and misplaced. It, it yeah we yeah. just had Dobby's big dramatic reveal right. and suddenly, hey, me too, but mine's kind of nowhere near as impactful. Yeah, <laughs> I'm related to this character you've never heard of before. Right, it's tough for us to be involved because, like, Dobby has been around for a while. We've been following Todoroki, like, the entire Todoroki family. So, like, that whole thing has a much bigger and more enjoyable payoff, despite how everyone knew. But, like, yeah. getting it finally to come out, it just made it a bit more, like... It, it was part of the main story where this feels like a throwaway. So it's like, why was what was even the point of adding it? Yeah, it's I a bit jarring. And, that, and that's true. Even in the manga, that's not something the anime did. That's just it, it's like, <laughs> oh, I also have a lineage. Somehow, I feel the mystery would have been better. <laughs> I tend to agree with you. On like, that. we didn't really need to know more about Mr. Compress. He was an interesting enough character on its own. <laughs> And he's got a neat power. He's been with the villains for a long time. We didn't. It while it is interesting to see where he came from. We we didn't really like. At, at least with Spinner, and and twice in Toga, we have some semblance of an idea of why they joined the villains. Mm-hmm. And I mean, we don't get much with Spinner, but. I get the feeling that this uh, keep uh, watching that space just discrimination towards non-human looking people with quirks is gonna become a thing which probably should have been a thing a long time ago at this point but it's gonna be like their their X-Men arc you know what I mean like how mutants were uh, discriminated toward against it's gonna Mm -hmm. head into that it's it's all like it's funny how you'd be you'd hear a lot of, you know, Western comic fans be like My Hero Academia who like said anime bullshit. And it's like this is literally taking the ideas from the Western comics that you deify into like anime form. I don't understand. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. No, My Hero exactly. Academia mm-hmm. is amazingly inspired by so many different American comics. Yeah. But you're really seeing it at this point. Oh yes, yeah, definitely. Like the the allusions to civil war right here, totally, totally true. And now this mutants arc, as it were. Hmm. 
Yep. Definitely a lot of Marvel influence. <clears throat> and DC. <laughs> yeah, all the above. <laughs> mm-hmm. Don't forget Spawn. We'll need a Spawn reference. Somewhere. <laughs> Somewhere. I, I, I feel like the look of Stain is at least a bit inspired by Spawn. <laughs> Better idea. Get Keith David to voice a character in My Hero Academia and I'll be Listen good. to me. <laughs> Now that I back this three thousand percent, that would be great. That would be great. Shout out to Keith David. Mm-hmm. Always. Now, uh, it will be interesting to see how society handles the fallout of this situation. Uh, we also know that, like, um, p- people in the what? What is the organization that that hawks? Is involved with security something? Is the um? Oh gosh, it's something committee, and I'm feeling really dumb right now. Yeah, it's like this, like We're special commission or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> Reed Destro's like, well, they obviously see the value of our technology, and they'll <laughs> work with us, even though we they know that we're trouble. Oh, oh, that's how you thought it was going to go. Well, it's a good thing that you're actually a clone made by twice because otherwise. <laughs> well, actually, they would have had a much harder time dealing with the real deal. Oh, yes. <laughs> so it's good on that. But they uh, they suffered a lot of casualties <laughs> because of that whole situation. So, yeah, society... You know, they've had, like, press conferences after a big hero kerfuffle in this series before. <laughs> You're going to need a heck of a press conference after this one. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Oh, yeah. For sure. Yeah, it's definitely a PR nightmare. <laughs> I Especially would... for Endeavor. <laughs> oh, yes. boy. <laughs> And it's it, quite it's, deserved. It's quite deserved. But yes, I, it is. I find it very interesting that we have this character here who is... No one's going to question he deserves what he's getting. No one. No one. But I also find it fascinating that they're actually going through the process of him changing and, and coming to terms with what he's done and trying to be a better person. This is uh, it, It's the secret to Redemption arc that's not... It's the redemption arc that actually makes sense. And the first one I've seen in a long time. Because a lot of times it's like, I was a bad guy. I Yeah, I murdered a bunch of your friends, but now I'm a good guy. Okay, Vegeta. <laughs> <laughs> this is... A, a, I, I have to give it to Hero Academia here. I have to. We all hate it never. I'm included on this list! But I'm still compelled when I see him try. It's interesting, and it's really fun to watch this guy change and grow but also not be like oh yeah you were an asshole but that was in the past no they're they're making him pay for his sins but it's fun to watch this is this is how you do a redemption character well fuck him fuck endeavor that's how i feel i i feel the same (laughs) way but gosh darn it if some if even that guy can try and change i'm all for it yeah, I don't. It's it's you know it's conflicting when when he finds out about Toya and he's like, I, I searched for you, I searched for you so hard. All we could find was a mandible. 
Yeah. I thought you were dead for years. And you just have this moment like, maybe he wasn't all trash. <laughs> but you know that after that fact, he oh, goes so- on to just treat the rest of his family like garbage for years still. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yes. Um, although I... It does not excuse a damn thing. I, I have nah. to throw that up very clearly here. Because whenever you're dealing mm-hmm. with someone like this, nah, there's no excusing any of this shit. But I found it interesting. He was a lot more caring outwardly towards his family before Toya died. Or quote-unquote died. Mm. And I think that trauma affected him. Uh, he maladapted. He absolutely maladapted. He he is mm. responsible for that. He is one hundred percent like I, I'm. I'm saying yeah. There, there's trauma there, and that changed him. But he's still absolutely responsible for that. Speaking of, n- no, I'm sorry, freaking Dobby. You are responsible for you. Yes, Endeavor's a shithead. Yes, he did horrible things that I'm not gonna forgive. I'm excited to see that he's that, that there's a character arc that makes that that's interesting here, but I'm not gonna forgive him. And that I love that the show doesn't ask you to. I love that, mm-hmm. but no, Dobby Endeavor, as shitty as he is, is not responsible for you deciding I'm gonna be a psychotic mass murderer. And I even, oh god, I noticed. Well, no, I can't talk about that yet. Never mind. Uh, but <laughs> uh, oh god. No, I, yeah, it's killing me. I can't talk I, I, about. I wanted to say more. Like, no, that that hasn't yes. aired yet. I can't talk about that. Uh, but yeah. but I can still say, Endeavor's responsible for Endeavor. Dobby's responsible for Dobby. Dobby's made his own choices here. Endeavor. It's not like Endeavor went to go was like hanging out and like, you will kill people. I'm going to make you kill people. Yes, he suffered at the hands of Endeavor, and he shouldn't have. That doesn't excuse anything he's done. All you gotta do is look at Shoto. All you gotta do? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Shoto suffered probably more. Because, well, again, I can't talk about that. Damn it. (laughs) (laughs) Spoilers! Almost spoilers! All over this podcast. Obviously, we we should have waited a little longer to have this conversation. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, just give a few more episodes, and then we can really get uh, yeah, into. No, there, there, there's mm-hmm. a much longer the family behind this, but I, I still, this is still something that's been beaten in my heart for as the season's been going on. It's just the both of these characters are fascinating. I, I hate them both, but they're both incredibly fascinating, and oh, I love the way they're handling this. Mm. Also, Dobby. I killed like 30 people. What am I supposed to be impressed? <laughs> <laughs> Look, just because like for, first of all, it it's it was probably the case that, you know, Toya was definitely driven to make this mistake, but it was probably the case that Toya went off to train on his own, used too much of his fire and that's why he almost died. It's still Endeavor's fault because he pushed his son to do that. However, you can't blame him for all of that. You made some bad choices too, even if you were a kid. But now, more so, you had the opportunity to not be 
a monster. <laughs> you didn't have to be a monster, Dobby. <laughs> you could have done better. You could have been better. But this is the path you chose. Mm. And that's not all Endeavor's fault. But Endeavor's still a piece of shit. Yeah, yes, yes. That's why, like, I, as I was ranting there, I, ha- I had to make it clear because I don't want to. Th- this could my rant could easily sound like Endeavor didn't do anything wrong, and that is not my argument. It is not my argument in the least. Endeavor did lots mm-hmm. of things wrong, but it's still Dobby still made his own choices, and I will have a lot more to say on Dobby at a later date. All right, well, I guess we shouldn't dwell on that too much longer. But, uh, yeah, other things that... I I will say this much, and I'm probably going to reiterate this at some point. It's good that they are... Well, it's debatable whether or not it is good that that the author is trying to redeem Endeavor. You know what I'm saying? Like... I'm it's an interesting it. thing to do, but at the end of the day, you might ask yourself, you didn't have to try to redeem this man. You didn't have to, oh, yeah. but I actually <laughs> think it makes it a lot more interesting because if you're going to redeem a character, you want a character that has to redeem, has to atone for something. And you don't want to do the Vegeta, I I murdered all your friends, now I'm a good guy, switch. You don't want to do that. You want to have someone who's got something to to absolutely answer for. And it hasn't been, I was an asshole, now I'm a good guy. We've had a slow progression. A very slow... This is the most realistic change of personality I've ever seen for Redemption Arc. And that's why I'm liking it. I still hate Endeavor because Endeavor's a shithead. But you know what? People change. But did we have to see this one? Well, we can have. have it's a it's we, a fair it's a fair question. Because I I think I'm, the show would have been a lot more interesting if we just never really saw any type of redemption going on with Endeavor. So as a viewer, it puts you in a moral kind of pretzel twist of like. Do we actually want to cheer for Endeavor since he's is trying to save the world, but yet we know what he's trying to do. And instead of seeing any type of hint of redemption and we could just have it, you know, kind of stay in the more insular type of like, I really don't like this character, but it makes it a lot more real when you're like, but do we root for him because he's fighting for justice as opposed to just fighting for the, you know, the morally right all the time type of thing. I think it would be a much interesting uh, dynamic for both the viewer and watching mm-hmm. right and it's and it's not so much oh i just want to trash endeavor the whole time but i i think your vegeta comp is a very wonderful like comparison of like i don't want that because that just seems kind of silly but yet uh like you're saying you know murder a lot of people and then it's like oh hey i'm a good guy oh okay we'll just you know just put that under the rug we're not gonna deal with it and you know kudos to my hero trying to like do something that I would say is kind of off the cuff that you don't normally see, but I don't necessarily know. I, I, I'm just thinking that having it where we don't have this redemption anyway, and I'm not saying like he couldn't be doing this, you know, off camera, off screen, things along those lines. But like, I think it would have been a much more 
you know emotional and impactful type of thing if we didn't have it and then it forces the viewer to then make the decision on like what to Dragon do ball comparison endeavor could have been like frieza yeah sometimes he's fighting to save our universe but he's still trash completely and entirely <laughs> right that's a little more i would say cartoonish like more like the well, standard I, I, doctor oh, oh i'm evil but i'm still gonna help out from my own interest i'm just talking straight up we don't see any type of redemption efforts mo- made by endeavor even though he might be doing it off screen and whatnot and then as we watch as like especially this arc unfolds it's like oh i really don't want to root for him but it's like oh so you're rooting for the villains then it's like oh no, I don't want to do that. It puts the viewer in a very uncomfortable spot that I find a lot more real. Well, and mm. I, regardless, it's still an uncomfortable spot because he still did all those things. And it's not the, 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 the redemption arc that he's going through is not a, oh, we love this guy. Nobody's going to say they love this guy. Probably ever. No, but it makes it a little easier, doesn't it? Makes it a little easier to stomach watching all the stuff, doesn't easier, it? Makes it a little easier, yes. And so I see, mm-hmm. I see what you're saying. I, I, I don't agree that I would want it that way, but I see what you're saying, and I definitely see value in what you're saying. I could definitely see that being interesting. Um, yeah. I just, I like this because nobody does this, especially in Shonen. Um, and I'm picking on Vegeta. I like Vegeta. He's a fun character. He does, no, I, I, and, I and he does have a character arc, but not this nuanced. I think I honestly probably could we could probably find examples of both of our examples being used, especially in Shonen. But I, I certainly haven't uh, seen recently of anything what I'm explaining either, which is why I think That's true. putting the viewer in a more uncomfortable spot than what it because it's very easy to just shit on Endeavor. And then you see all this and it's like, OK, he is trying despite being a shitty person. I'm curious how people would be reacting to this specific arc right now if we never saw any of that stuff. I'm very curious on that. So it's that like, because that to me is like the most real thing we got. I think the best example of that is just war, right? Like it it puts viewers in an uncomfortable, and I'm I'm all for putting people in uncomfortable kind of positions when they're watching media of something, because why does it make you uncomfortable, right? And it explores types of things that I think are, are valid because they don't either get tickled a lot, you know, like that, that, interest that um intrigue that philosophical kind of reasoning that we get with our with within ourselves or even with others types of thing doesn't really get touched on upon a lot and i like that type of i guess you could say storytelling as well as um nuance that i guess i find more enjoyable because like i'll be honest i prefer things where there's like no weird real clear good side not necessarily just gundam things but I like when you have a story where it's up for the viewer to decide what side they want to go on, you know, and that's a little more black and white than what I mean. But I like the type of kind of forcing the nuance onto the reader, viewer, the audience to be able to decipher what uh, is at play here more so than having it more clear cut as we're seeing with Endeavor when he not only was terrible, you know, we saw all that before. 
And then all of a sudden you see the efforts being made. You see how much the Dobby reveal impacted him, which made him more human, gave him more pathos, especially since we're like hearing, oh, I was looking for you. You know, I thought you were dead all this time. You know how he was genuinely sad, you know, understandably. So, you know, you're kidding and whatnot. But um, I, I would have I think it would make a better overall product if we never really saw it just to kind of make it so that for like you to have your type of like oh this would be like think of this like laser what if after all this we never saw any type of redemption type of thing going on with endeavor and now we just saw all of this happening so we have all this it's like leading up like oh he sucks why they work with him he sucks he sucks he sucks he sucks then we see this and then you might get more a little bit of flashbacks and stuff and it's like oh my god like i feel like the reveal of like his redemption during it this been, it could have been a little more subtle yeah no. it would have been like well no no i don't even mean like subtle i'm meaning like you get more of a complete picture at this point yeah. instead of like leading up to it i feel like that'd be such a mind-blown thing that would be like they've been playing like you got as you and like you're saying as those subtle hints it's like oh my god oh my god oh you're like you get that type of reaction i think that'd be a lot more fun or even if we didn't get it i'd still be okay with it too just again i i like when people are uncomfortable with the media that they're watching in a sense of it makes you think about whether it be yourself, you know, society, all that type of stuff. So I think my hero academia does a good job of kind of making you look at that. So yeah, that's my only kind of thing with the whole, when it comes to endeavors, at least with what we're seeing now with how things are playing out. I'm curious, you know, no one obviously asked for it because like who cares about endeavor like that, but I wish that, like and personally, I wish we just never had it to make it a little easier. But I don't mind trying to make it a bit more uh, muddied and convoluted to make the viewer kind of feel uncomfortable for it because I think it's important. I think it's endeavors a good tale of the wrong, not the wrong, the the bad side of the job of the heroes. You said job because after all, this mm, is a job, yeah. mm-hmm. and I think, a good good par- yes. I think it's a good parallel because you see the All Might who. Like, like he, he's perfect. I, I don't know. Like, I don't know how you're able to do it because everyone has their faults. And like, he just seems and like the fact that you even have like villains like, no, he's perfect. Like, yeah, you know, he, he he is that dude. And so having he's kind just of got a answer, heart that's so, so big. I think and, it works with All Might specifically because it's literally no one else. And we've all had that guy in our lives. One yeah. Or another. Mm-hmm. So they, I just, they, I just or, gir- like or girl, yeah, I'm not trying to gender yeah. it. Oh yeah, yeah, no, no, it's just that all night. I'll tell man, you so. what though, Mirio's pretty close. Mirio's pretty close. Mirio. Yeah, I, I, I could see this going from either. Honestly, and I, it's an interesting debate, in my opinion. Was it better to redeem him or not? I don't necessarily. I would rephrase that. It was it better to try? And redeem him not actually because there is no ah. redemption for him right there is none right i would actually disagree with that but only because if, if there's no redemption for that then the, there's no redemption for anything like the, what is the redemption even for you're, you're not far off on how i feel on that okay well if you don't believe in redemption then sure not <clears throat> I think more of like penance, I guess. So it's not necessarily a true redemption thing, but it's more like 
Well, I mean, you pay for your is, action. Penance is part of redemption. You can't have one without the other, at least not effectively, as I've been kind of that. That kind of goes into what I was trying to get at. The penance part of this is what makes it. Yeah, Vegeta ain't got no penance. Exactly. No, exactly. But, no, I, no. To me, it's kind of just like you can make a mistake of something, especially out of um, like not knowing, like because that's almost like a. Oh, okay. No, you you didn't know, but. This is a little different. I, I don't see much of any redemption for what Endeavor or, you know, others kind of in that sort of type of category. So, no, not really. Okay. Mm. I mean, fair enough. I'm not saying that. You, and certainly anyone who was. Oh, yeah. No, no. I, not, I wasn't getting at it at all. I, I'm just I, you're making me think on that. I'm just kind of like, I guess not. You know, like I, I know because like once you kind of do something that I feel is irredeemable, I don't really come back. You don't. It doesn't come back. Like and that's that's like a personal for, thing. So like yeah, for me, no, and there's no if, perfect answer for that. For me, if I was in the My Hero Academia world, like I would look at Endeavor. I hear him as the number one hero, and I would probably join the League of Villains right after that. And be like, uh, if this is what society wants, nah, society's wrong. See, for me, I would argue, if there's no coming back from that, you're not giving anyone a chance to become better people, which means you're permanently locking people into being that. And I don't yeah. think that's right. But I, mm. no, but there are limits, you know, well, there, are I, limits. Like, there are limits. Like I but... say, I, I go with the kind of thing of like, oh, you know, didn't know, you know, needed to be a little better educated on something. Like, no, I, I could see that. I can see, you know, being like in like for Endeavor, um, if like with the first child and it's like, oh, wait, this is kind of what it should be like. And you realize, oh, wait, I was being a little too hard. I need to kind of ease up and then like obviously things didn't went spiraling out of control like later and like if someone other like someone else was like that I'd be like okay yeah spiraling it's like okay I, I gotta take a step back I gotta be better and things like that but like I don't know there's just there's some things that I can't really let go on that especially well, if it's I like a dastardly you, thing. I don't think you should <laughs> I don't consider redemption a clean slate I see consider redemption a, a new start but not a clean slate if that makes sense no, no, yeah, oh, yeah, yes, yes, yes. No, I'm, I'm, this is more thinking about how I look at it. Yeah, no, um, no, that's at least like fair. In, intrinsically, because like I never really thought about it, and like, no, I, 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 yeah, I don't, I don't think I have that. I, I really don't, because like, as uh, at least in my life, as soon as you do something like heinous, like, nah, you out. I, I want nothing to do. Oh, and 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 there's and been others where it's like when you're dealing like, with person to person that is completely legitimate you do not need oh. someone back into your life who's done horrible things to you well right 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 no 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 but i mean they might not i might not even like know it might be like someone famous like you know how i'm saying like endeavor right. like i don't know Endeavor, but like i'd probably be like nah nah there is no there's nothing that they could any do and when i think of like other examples uh whether it be like someone famous that did something wrong it's like Nah, n no redemption for me. Nah, like sorry. Once, once is enough. I'm out. That type of thing. Yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm. That's what. That's what made me levels like thinking. Where it's just like, huh. And then it's like, no, that's kind of on par with how I've been. You know, with uh, public figures, I guess, because that's what these mm -hmm. heroes are. Um, they are. They I will are. give. I will give the heroes more credit because they do. You know, risk their lives. You know what I mean? Like they're being heroic. Those yeah. types of things. Yeah. Um, and this is obviously like, it would be like, oh, so what would you say about Superman? And did that be like, yeah, I'd probably feel the same way. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just one of those types of things where it's like, I get uh, 
the difference of that as a as opposed to like a celebrity who does nothing but collect money. <laughs> so yeah. so that's kind of and like some of the heroes actually do do that, which is again wonderful commentary about you know society and what we prop up that type of thing but like i say there's there's obviously differences just because the heroes are like do like look at what they were doing in this recent arc like evacuating saving people having a triage right there you know what i mean like they were they were working alongside emergency workers on that like i get that um but yeah no just just thinking about like like oh then can anyone redeem themselves and i was like uh i guess i guess not and so i was just like thinking like no i I guess not i mean that's if that's your answer that's your answer i i don't think that that's a healthy thing to do to have a healthy society but i mean i i can't no 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 oh 100 i don't i don't condone everyone to follow what i'm doing on that 100 i'm just like in like it was more so to answer your question, and then I was kind of like, "No, I mean, this oh, is great. This is really, oh, yeah, and, and oh, you're right on I that. guarantee yeah. you, people listening are going to fall on either side of what we're saying. Guarantee you, this Maybe. is probably an even divide. Maybe I don't know. I don't know. I just, I, I never really like thought of it. But that's again what my hero academia does. Kind of, yes, absolutely. Makes you think because like the parallels not only with properties like DC and Marvel, but uh, parallels with how society works with you know heroic figures celebrity that type of thing because like i say you get both right um you'll have heroes that are more like pr type not to say that they're bad because they also do things that are heroic too but obviously they have their pr kind of thing as well um all might actually is a great example of that doing both but like he was definitely a pr hero like you can't change oh yeah um Um, i actually uh here's my hot take I think that was the right thing to do because All Might wasn't just trying to save lives by saving lives. He was also trying to change the oh, I don't, yeah, the world that he was in. He had to yeah. do that to change to do he anything. Was the symbol of peace? Absolutely. Yes. I totally no, no, no. I totally. I don't think that's a hot take. I, I agree. I'm just saying that I wanted to be, I guess, fair in how I was labeling no, certain no, you're, you are. kind of thing because I know. Because I know some might be like, oh, what are you trying to say? It's like, no, 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 no. All Might was the quintessential PR hero. He just also worked his ass off for that, too. But, like, you look at any of the top ten heroes. They're all PR heroes just as much. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. there's a reason they're top ten for a reason. Because if you wanted to pick squarely on heroic deeds, Aizawa would be number two. Like, yes. come on. You Absolutely. know what I'm saying? So, like, Absolutely. It's, it's, it is a popularity contest. Like, let's not be let's not kid ourselves with it. It's just some mm-hmm. who take it seriously enough uh, go above and beyond to also be the kind of symbol that they're ranking and their kind of thing uh, portrays. You know, kind of like the opposite of One Punch Man, where they try to get the ranking just for the PR stuff. Mm-hmm. At least the lower ones try to. I don't I don't necessarily know how S class heroes, all of them feel somewhere like that, but not all. But it's kind of those kind of things where I wanted to make sure that it was clear that all might falls in that category too. doesn't make it bad. I'm just saying that he does fall into it. That's all. Oh yeah, absolutely. It really makes you question. And I just kind of feel like the story has not very well explored this angle, but if somebody like Stain and other villains feel like the heroes are are doing wrong by society that they are just being celebrities. We don't see nearly enough of that side of the heroes to really have an opinion on it, which I think would be good to explore. Yes. 100%. I agree. Because it it just kind of feels like 
a baseless argument. <laughs> and one that people only saw because of, like, Mount Lady for the first episode, right? And so you can't base yeah. that whole opinion just on that one scene in, like, the first episode where she's like, ooh, make sure you get my good side type of thing, right? Because, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. like, you'll also have other heroes like Kamui Woods, who's like, I, I see them as someone who's genuinely heroic, who actually cares, you know? Uh, and then you can have, um, I don't know, like, it almost feels like Endeavor just wanted to be the top hero just to say he was the best. So to me, that looks more like a superfluous thing than actually being heroic, as mm-hmm. opposed to where you look at um, uh, Mirko, who, no, I actually see someone who is actually heroic, who is deserving of the notoriety because of what they're able to do for society. And so it's like we get kind of that hint of there is type of celebrity status like even one of the heroes that was during the disaster is like i think i'm gonna quit that to me is like this is your job my guy you chose this life so it's like that was someone who clearly just wanted to be in just for the for the fame and notoriety you know what i mean well let me down that back there a little bit there chief because when you have a quirk you're not allowed to use it unless you're a hero or some that, other certain circumstances. Yeah, but that would also imply, what if I didn't want to use it? Yeah. Yeah, but the thing is, when you have a certain quirk, you're kind of thrust into that kind of life. Whether hmm. you like it or not, or you just ignore that you have this ability to help people. Yeah. So, to be fair to that one guy... We don't really know his story. Yeah. He might he might not have been it in it for the glory or anything, but he maybe never realized just, exactly what he's going to be dealing with. I have a bad like it leaves a bad taste in my mouth where so far, like during All Might's tenure of all this peace and how crime was low and things like that, things were easy. And then you have a legitimate natural disaster, like one of the worst things to happen in this world probably ever and that's when you move out when it's like oh so when it gets tough you want to go like you know the creed when you sign up for it and so leaving during that time i find very very poor taste you know what you're signing up for with that just like for me as an example i work in news like and not fluff news if it bleeds, it leads. There is so much truth to that. You don't then have me complain, oh, why are we doing this story? I knew what I signed up for. I can't complain about that. If I don't like it, then I shouldn't have been in it to begin with. That type and, of thing. So I just we, have a... We don't know if that guy actually quits. <laughs> true. But like I said, just seeing that, I was just like, that's a real bad... I understand the moment of weakness, if nothing else. <laughs> yes. No, you can have a... You could... Hey, all of a sudden you see that, like, man... This is not good. Like, you can have that moment. You can cry. You can, you know, just break down and do everything. It's how what you do afterwards, your actions afterwards, that type of thing. Especially when you're into this life and go forward with being a hero and collecting the fame, notoriety. Even if you that wasn't your main goal, it does still happen. So I am, like, kind of just, like, if you're not going to go in during that, where, you know, we need every single body to help save even just one extra life. Oh, no. 
that's that to me was like no get him out get him out what a fraud hmm. you gotta wonder what was going through Ochako's head when she saw that yeah I wouldn't blame her if she wanted to back on out after seeing all that too especially as a young you know adolescent seeing all that death and injury oh, yeah. like Mm-hmm. Like I, I I have no uh, qualms with you know young children who are trying for this you know profession being like maybe this was a mistake because they still have their lives ahead of them. Yeah. So yeah. by all means, I have no issue if like a student was like, oh, I I'm, I think I'm good after this. like how how do you, what would you like if I was a teacher and all of a sudden half of the class is like I don't want to do this anymore after you know seeing midnight. Oh my god! I would like be like, let's get them Greek counseling. Like they don't mm-hmm. have to do it. Like get, get them, get them all the help they need. Like I totally get mm-hmm. that. You know that. And different. my teacher's leg is gone. True. That that <laughs> one is like we'll we'll get them a prosthetic or you know some sock puppets or something. I don't know, but uh, it's one. They of can those... probably grow him a new leg. I hope so. But it's more so in a sense of just like that to me is a little different because they they're still obviously you know young and trying to get into the field. And after mm-hmm. seeing that, it's like. All right, you saw the worst of the worst. You saw how bad it can get. Mm-hmm. Are you sure you want to keep going? And it's like, no. And it's like, yeah, then by all means, leave. Don't, this, if you cannot stomach this, this is not for you. Just like I say, for anyone who's ever interested in working in my type of field, if these, if after like a day of like a big breaking news story and you're just like crying and like just like bawling your eyes out, this isn't for you you gotta go because you can't take that with you 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 will not be able to survive like um the same thing with like dentists do you know that like apparently dentists are one of the highest rated like suicides because everyone's like oh yeah right and it's crazy because like i i love going to the dentist but that's so rare and so they deal with how people don't like seeing them and things along those lines and all like it it's a very fascinating study so it's almost as like if you're not able to handle that type of, you know, sentiment, I would say go into another field. Like, please, you know, that type of thing. Like, I I don't want you to go into something that you're going to regret. That type of thing. So when you're young and you're able to kind of make that choice, but then after you, like, collected everything, kept it on going, now it's like things got hard. It's like, come on now. You knew what was coming. You shouldn't. You should be all uh, right with this. So it's just kind of like, man. Yeah. Yeah. And the uh, other thing that I wanted to touch on regarding this story arc, and maybe towards My Hero Academia as a whole, boy, it's not kind to its female characters. Ooh, no, it is not. (laughs) In multiple respects, we have Midnight, Sacrifice, Death, mostly off screen. Come on. Miracle fights like the devil and gets absolutely destroyed. I mean, she's still alive, but she's missing a lot of limbs. Yes. And then we already touched on just kind of the not really effective use of Ochako and Sue and Nejirei too. Nejirei, Mm -hmm. she, she helps a little, but and and the uh, the dragon lady, I forget her name off the top of my head. She she helps a bit too. But yeah, just how did Mount Lady become the MVP of the females? 
I have no idea because it should it should be Mirko. Uh, yeah, yeah, well, Mirko is definitely the MVP, but mm-hmm. yeah, but, oh yeah. yeah, yeah, but good, good, good on Mount Lady. But uh, it was very amusing being like, I haven't had to drag a guy since high school. <laughs> so whatever she said, or chase after a guy since I, I don't. It was funny. But she also proved that, you know, in these dire situations, she can be effective. And she's very strong. Very. <laughs> Not just big, but also very strong. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I mean, it's awesome that Miriko just wrecked up that lab and she fought like crazy. But I was like, ah, oh, did, did we really have to maim her that much? In this one fight, I mean, she's she's like barely very barely early. had any screen time. Yeah, it, at least Midnight's been around for seasons, though. That's true. Rarely seen, all things considered. Though I will say, Mirko definitely gave a showing. Like no one's gonna oh, forget oh, her. Yeah, no one's ever gonna forget her. For, for she sure. probably has my favorite quirk because I, I I like the more. I guess, hand-to-hand combat type of stuff and her abilities being obviously, you know, enhanced like a rabbit, you know, so mm-hmm. strong legs, able to jump, uh, kick, like, really hard, like, fight. Wow. You'd, like, actually fight. So, like, I really, really enjoy that type of archetype when it comes to, like, you know, whether it be an anime or just, like, a hero type of thing, I just, I'm always a big fan of it and thinking, like, oh, enhanced, you know, so be able to do things that a rabbit can do really quickly, like, so she can obviously move real quick, agile, uh, being able to, you know, hop from spot to spot, like I, I like. That. I think that's really. Uh, it's basic, obviously, because you don't have like you know the crazy powers of like a JoJo, you know, fighter, obviously. But uh, <laughs> sometimes you know, basic can be good, yeah. right? Like, yeah, it's simple but effective, you know. And I just, mm-hmm. uh, like I say, like for me, like something that I really enjoyed with her was like when she hopped from spot to spot before like people could like really get a hold of her. I was like, no, mm-hmm. that's that's cool. Like, it's almost like the the uh, flash step from uh, Bleach. So, like, to mm-hmm. me, I, I, I always like that effect. You know, like, where all of a sudden you saw, like, multiple copies of someone because they're moving too fast. Mm-hmm. She could do the same thing with the ways that she hops. So I'm like, yeah, no, that's badass. I love that. That's probably my favorite quirk so far. Pretty cool. I'm not going to lie. She's awesome. Mm-hmm. She was indeed awesome. And I hope we get to see her be awesome again. Getting her limbs back like Aizawa. Yeah. Grown back. Yes. <laughs> I mean, they, get they got powers they can do that, right? <laughs> maybe. <laughs> well, maybe. Maybe Harry can do it. I don't know. Oh. Sweet bean. <sighs> but Harry can't bring back Twilight. I mean, Night Eye. That's his name. For a second, oh, I'm like, yeah. why would she bring back a book series? <laughs> oh, Night Eye. I miss Night Eye. Good question. <laughs> the world may uh, never know. Yeah. He, I guess he was just too OP to live. <laughs> it. At least in ways. God damn it. Can you do that to Kirito, please? <laughs> oh. Well, now there's two Kiritos. How are you going to kill them both? Uh, you, you, oh. said you, you put them against each other so they both die because they're both too OP. 
Uh, or I yeah. just leave. <laughs> just leave, yeah. Oh, yeah. gosh. N- nothing has ever turned me against the series harder than Alicization did. Mm-hmm. I used to really like Sword Art Online until that season. All I can say is those recent progressive movies are probably the best way to experience SAO. <laughs> if you're gonna. I kid you not, I was in a panel where people were cheering about a Sword Art Online thing that didn't have Kirito in it, and the panel asked, well, wait, why do you guys like this so much? And the a whole room in unison said, because Kirito isn't in it. I think it was for oh Gun Gale Online. God. Well, yeah. <laughs> SAO has some interesting concepts that other writers, much better writers, can do a lot more with. A fucking man. And while we meet, while we be disparaged on how my hero academia treats its female characters, at least oh. it's better than Sword Art Online. Oh. At least oh. its female characters get more than hey, here's a cool story arc. Okay, bye. Exactly. Well, but, no, we get that in my hero academia too. But at least we have ones much. that you don't. But see, yeah, but exactly. CJ, but CJ, just just to play into your favorites. But it's not as good as Black Clover, does it? Right. No, nope. well, nothing and is Black Clover at that. I will say this: I know, I feel like there's another series that's been on Toonami that does it even better. The Black Clover. Oh. Mhm. 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 Do tell. Oh, I think Assassination Classroom does it better. Oh, oh that's a good argument. Assassination Classroom does a very good job of that. You're right. Mm. Not so much the anime, but the manga. But the anime is okay. Don't get me wrong. I'm not a manga only with that. But I, I read the entire manga. It was one of my favorites. And I think it did a really good job with that. I think it really well, did. So then Black Clover. And I love That is something that we should explore on the some other time before yes. we've. Uh, <laughs> some other time when we haven't already talked for like two hours. Yes. I think it would be a wonderful th- topic for Kuro, Yumiko, and Celia to discuss. Who did it better? Mm-hmm. Let's dig into that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. Please do. Well, uh, any other lingering thoughts about these episodes of My Hero Academia? I think we've explored There's only a one lot. thing I have. I really wish they didn't have Midnight's Last Image as that. That was so dirty. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Yeah. They really did her dirty. But, like, we get that she's a quote-unquote rated R hero, but, like, she's about to die, and you're going to have it, like... Like, I remember when we tweeted that, and, like, the amount of horny on main, I was like, ugh. That's... I love her too. She's she was my waifu in this series. And then the response is the those who don't know, those who know. Yeah. And it's just like I really wish that camera angle just didn't show that at all. We could have just saw her face, it would have been just as fine. It probably Again, my hero better. academia. Who do you think you are? Sword Art Online? Yeah, I just that that one really bugged me. And I think I'm a little more peeved of it just because like I I a, she's dead, and B, that uh, she dead. was this, like the one, the one that she I was like. One of their mentors. Yeah. So mm. that that's my only thing. Like, I get it. Oh, CG being such a prude. Don't get me wrong. I love the anime titty. I just, I prefer it in a, you know, a context of where someone isn't about to 
die, I guess. Oh, oh. yeah, we're uh, we're we're not into mixing those lanes, okay? Yeah, like I love High School of the Dead. I will rewatch that series at a moment's notice. Do not care. They have a literal sniper rifle pistol going through the cleavage of a woman. I get it. Anime titty great, but like, there's a time and place. Agreed. Like, you don't see me, like, watching that at 10 in the morning and, like, completely losing myself in my life. <laughs> I believe the I phrase watch it... is context is the key. Yeah. I watch mm. it when it's, like, late and, like, there's nothing on and I'd rather just turn the brain off, you know? <laughs> I'm stuck yeah. on anime titty. That's Listen. what I'm stuck on right now. I'll Listen. be okay. Go ahead. Aren't, aren't we all? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But don't forget to give the booty the respect it deserves. All right, Dandy. <laughs> That's right. Booty. That's right. Give the booty the respect it deserves. Fat gum sure did. He, sure he did. did. <laughs> he did. Well, I suppose that's <laughs> debatable with this reaction. <laughs> uh, smothered by the mountain. Well. Cheeks. If you have any thoughts on uh, My Hero Academia or other things, you can email us at podcast at tsunamifaithful.com. And with that, we will go through the regular spiel. You can follow us on facebook.com backslash Tsunami Faithful Podcast and on Twitter at Tsunami Podcast. You can listen to the podcast on just about everything, including Apple Podcasts, CastBox, Deezer, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Overcast, PodBay, Podbean, Podcast Addict, Radio.com, Spotify, Stitcher, and TuneIn. I almost made it the whole way without a breath. You should find everything that we uh uh, every podcast episode to stream online at soundcloud.com backslash Tsunami Faithful Podcast. And you can get the latest news by following at Tsunami News on Twitter and read the news, views, and reviews on ToonamiFaithful.com. And there's also the Tsunami Faithful Pass on patreon.com backslash Tsunami Faithful. And when you subscribe to it, you get some exclusive perks, though we've not been doing much in the way of that lately. We should probably get on that. But if you are one of our faithful Patreon subscribers, we greatly appreciate that. Well, I guess we can get out of here. So, Yumiko, tell us where they can find you. All right. You can find me on Twitter at BLU underscore temptation. You know, I tried to search for you on Twitter and it really had a hard time finding you oh why i, I don't know why mm. like i don't know i guess there's a lot of people with similar handles that twitter was recommending instead and I'm like oh they should stop it. stop it there's so many things wrong with twitter and that is among them oh yeah just just saying maybe it was just the mobile app giving me grief that day i don't know yeah. It, it can be that way. Yes, it can. Laser, tell us where they can find you. Uh, well, you can find me on Twitter at LaserKidPrime. Uh, you can find my uh, Toonami Focus editorials right here on Toonami Faithful. 
And you can frequently find me on guest on V-Lord's many podcasts, uh, the uh, Demon Slayer podcast and the Dumbwees podcast most commonly, but many of his, uh, as we jokingly say, podcast universes. Mm-hmm. And CJ, tell them where they can find you. You can find me on Twitter um, at CJ Maffris. And believe me, if you're in the Tanami fandom, you, you, you don't try to find me. I'll come to you. Believe me. You already know who I am. So no need to even worry about that. Uh, other than that, you'll see our weekly editorials this week from Toonami. Uh, they'll, this, it will happen this weekend, but the next weekend it will be on break for one week. Uh, I will be in Charlotte. Um, more on that potentially if good things come out of it but um other than that you will find me on twitter if i'm ever uh giving hot takes bad takes great takes takes whatever (laughs) whatever you may feel it is uh oddly enough sketch i have to say this now remember how i used to be or how a lot of negative people would be like man you can't say anything bad about the block anymore with cj around why is it then I'm now saying bad things about the block and now it's like everyone's like, oh, he's just doing that to get points with us. Fuckers, I never wanted your points to begin with. Get the fuck <laughs> out of here. What, what, what bad things are you saying about the block? Well, I certainly haven't really enjoyed their acquisition of Food War Season 5. Uh, I'm yes, not a well. fan of the <laughs> double My Hero Academia, personally. I'm not a fan of Primal continuing to rerun there. If you were going to keep a rerun, I probably would have kept Dragon Ball Super. Uh, uh, like, There's been a lot of things that they've done that I don't necessarily agree with. But again, it's like, oh, now he wants to get points to this. Like, motherfucker, I don't want anything from y'all. <laughs> you have bad takes anyway. Mm. You suck. Get uh, good. It's just too bad that none of those trolls are actually going to hear this. I hope they do. By all means, y'all <laughs> gotta suck. cut out the segment and just put it down. Put it like on Twitter by itself, right? <laughs> put it on TikTok, <laughs> right? <laughs> CJ spilling tea. Oh, actually, you know what? That's not a bad TikTok thing for our podcast. I am not gonna lie. I would love that. <laughs> that that might actually be a good one because it's provocative. I swear. Fuck all the doomsday <laughs> people. I will keep going on and on. I do not care. And they're I just going to hear me laughing. I have <laughs> I have been hearing that this block is going to die since 2017. Yo. And we are still here. For I've been sake. hearing that this block is going to die since 2002. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's just, just like, I just, I don't know why I felt the need to say it but you know what it felt good <laughs> fuck y'all you suck. When, when when was is tsunami a failed experiment circuit well i think that was 98 or... it was 98 because i remember i didn't quite have full access to it yet it was just on satellite for my folks at the time and i wanted to write and be like no it's not a mistake it's not a mistake but i couldn't <laughs> catch the the address in time oh well thankfully stuck around for several more years are we sure about that that's not what i've been hearing on the timeline um, yeah right <laughs> i i still for all it's I know, amazing that we've been back longer than it was ever gone for all i yes. know it's just yeah. like regular adult swim and they just changed up the packaging from all i hear and so like by all means and again it's funny because like i haven't enjoyed the moves that they've been doing but like I here mean, we are what did they think tsunami was not packaging i'm so confused no, no, no. That's me being. I know. I'm. That, that's my ass. commentary back at that. <laughs> yeah. I really? like being an ass <laughs> to doomsday people. 
It's nice. It, it's cathartic. It was the wrappings in the atmosphere is what made it tsunami. The sh- the shows could have aired anywhere. <laughs> Listen, but they had the good sense to air them where they did and when they did it. <laughs> Listen. Don't don't let logic get in the way of a bad take sketch. Uh, of course, of course. And remember, kids, don't drink bleach. Watch it on your TV instead. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's pretty bad for your health. Yeah. Indeed. Uh, yeah, I guess I didn't do my thing yet. Hey, you can find me on Twitter <laughs> at Skits1984 and. Uh, Cooking up some articles for ToonamiFaithful.com. Oh, I do have that. I will get to it after Charlotte, I promise. Oh, okay. I, it was, did, did it need it was, to be sooner? Nah. Okay. Well, I, okay. Hmm, I don't know. When's I'd, li- the, I'd the, like to have it before, uh, before the end of March, preferably. Oh, okay. So I'm going to have to do that. Okay. <laughs> I don't I don't think it'll be too much. At least, at least I'm hoping not. Yeah, same. Okay. I will get on that uh, ASAP. Okay, thanks. Uh, yeah, but uh, there's that, and there's uh, other things, and uh, yeah, we uh, we have plenty more things to discuss on the podcast in the coming months. Uh, hopefully, we'll have more things to talk about regarding what tsunami will be airing. We uh, we we don't know what the rope map is. <laughs> we just do not know. Other than the fact that Food Wars is back and we're all contemplating whether it's a good thing. <laughs> oh, no. It's not good. <laughs> it has nothing to do with the dubbing, so don't be weird, people. No, it's just uh, a not great story arc that is made worse by adapting it to an anime that is too fast. <laughs> That's a that's a summary, but uh, <laughs> I'm sure we'll get some amusement out of watching it. <laughs> I I I prefer to be uh, displeased at something more than just like have no feeling towards it. <laughs> so I I don't know, <laughs> but. If anyone were to feel apathy towards Food Wars Season 5, I couldn't blame them. <laughs> yeah. It is. It is it, it, it is whatever, whatever it is. And yeah, it is strange that they keep doubling up My Hero Academia. Is there a reason? I'm we wondering. don't know. I'm, is, I have theories. It is madness. We just don't I have know. theories. I, I I would say that maybe they're doing it so that they could line up something else, but they would have to be trying to line up two things. <laughs> right. It would be creating the same problem we've had for the past. Mm-hmm. I don't even know. Yeah. But we, but we can say that for another. But I do have a theory on that. So mm. I would be interested to hear it. But it's not it's not very interesting. I will say that. But <laughs> I get to decide whether or not it's interesting. Ooh-hoo. Fair enough. Oh. Fair enough. You're, you're, you're talking to a guy that comes up with like fake schedules for years and years of yes. television, and I find that fascinating. I oh. actually <laughs> would agree with you on that. Lately, I've been contemplating, hmm, 
what if Toonami moved to Adult Swim before 2012? Like Ooh. back in 2003 or, or 2002 even. Oh, oh man, that, was... that would be really interesting. It would be. It would have been a way different reality. Oh, yes. <laughs> Probably. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Who knows? But it is fun to think about. And, you know, all the other things that could have potentially been different because of it. Because, yeah, that's a lot of, a lot of things could be. Yeah. Just just something I've been contemplating lately. Completely unnecessarily, on top of all the things that are important that I'm contemplating. <laughs> Maybe I'm using it as a coping mechanism for all that other stuff. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, probably. I can't judge you. I'm the guy who's sitting here and has had long thought out uh plans on okay what would have happened if sony did make the super nintendo cd i've also wondered that oh no i'm not alone <laughs> i think the long of the short is nintendo would have been screwed i mean uh, that is kind of the conclusion i came to as well because like the software sales were where all the money was gonna be yep and sony was gonna get all of that so yeah it wasn't a good deal yeah yeah, people don't people don't talk about that when they talk about. It. They're like, "Oh, Nintendo screwed Sony." It's like, yeah, cause Sony's gonna screw them. <laughs> yeah, it's you know, it's uh, <laughs> it was it's is not one sided there at all. No, uh, all sides are acting badly. That's 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 the way that looks to me. Yes, and perhaps all sides are acting badly, and that's the reason why Toonami can't get a freaking show. Oh. All sides acting badly is also a good description of, of Hero Academia right now. Oh, oh, looping it back around. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. Trying, trying. Yeah, but if you're hungry for more Sentai content that is free to watch and most of it dubbed, you can check out the High Dive channel on Plex. It's free Ooh. with ads. I actually didn't know that existed, and uh, I definitely use Plex. I'm noting that. Yeah, seeing as we've been kind of lamenting the fact that there's so many great Sentai shows that could be on Toonami, well, a lot of them are on there now. Along with a bunch of shows that, frankly, would never would have aired on Toonami anyway, like Pet Girl of Sakura So, which is a wonderful show, but I just can't imagine Toonami playing something slice of life like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Gotta have kind of a sci-fi or fantasy angle, I think. But, I don't know. Desperate times, right? Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll see what they do. Anyway, we've, we've done all of our intros, and we're just, uh, we're just, this, like, we just like talking. That's, you know, that's kind of, kind of how it works around here. This is just, we're just enjoying each other's mouth noises around here. <laughs> oh, no, there's that again. <laughs> Actually, I don't like mouth noises in particular, you know, clicks and and yeah, that kind of stuff. I try to edit all that stuff out because it drives me crazy. So please don't do that. (laughs) There are certain there are certain people that are not on this podcast that are regular offenders of that. So you're saying I shouldn't go. Yeah, please don't. I'm sorry. (laughs) Seriously, the lip smacking thing is just... Oof. Ugh, I, I hate it. 
I try to edit it out when I can because it just. Mm, mm. So that's a that's a little look into my editing process, which is honestly not very thorough these days. <laughs> editing is legitimately hard. <laughs> I have the hardest time just timing a transition to music, just trying to make it sound right to me. Just moving it a little, moving it back, moving it a little, moving it back. Just I I feel that for the few times I edited the Demon Slayer podcast, that was uh, that was fun. And that's not even accounting for any time we have to fix something. But you know, oh boy, enough about that. Enough shop talk. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this podcast. We hope you enjoyed this lengthy conversation where we dived into all kinds of things about this season of My Hero Academia. I think we all had a good time talking about it. So we hope you enjoyed listening. And as always, thank you for listening to uh, all the episodes of the podcast that you do. And be sure to share it with your friends and, you know, spread the love. We'd love to have more listeners. We'd love to have you share the podcast if you enjoy us. Share what you enjoy. It's, it's It's a good thing. Oh, yes. So until next time, thank you for listening. And we're punching out. Well, Ben always said, with great fan service comes great responsibility. He read that on the back of a hooker. Shimakai, it's a me or